This episode of the Ministry of Misfits podcast and this awesome shirt are brought to you by a Courageous Clothing Company. Courageous Clothing Company is a Christian family-owned business that specializes in custom designs that they create as well as bulk screen printing of your custom designs as well. When you buy from Courageous Clothing Company, you're not just buying an awesome shirt. You also are helping spread the gospel across the world through the missions that they support, such as this here with Ministry Misfits, as well as with their own designs that have Christian-themed messages sharing the gospel in an awesome and relevant way, or as we say within CSRM and Ministry Misfits, strategically relevant evangelism. Check out their entire line at CourageousClothingCompany.com. Right. Well, I'm I'm actually a product of what I do. We um, um been in sports ministry for a long time, but really it was, it was my coach back in high school. He said, Connor, why don't you go to an FCA camp? And I'm like, what's FCA? You know, future coaches of America? He said, yeah, be good for you. And he brought me to camp. And it was that camp that he, not only there was great testimonies, but he knew it was better, more than just testimonies. It was the gospel. And he sat me down, Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ our Lord. He said, have you accepted the free gift? And of course I wanted him off my back, so I lied and I said, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but the hound of heaven was uh, attacking and that was probably the most miserable. You know, you, oh, you're going to camp for a great time. I had a miserable time because I had a raging war in my soul. And finally I just gave in probably the most reluctant athlete in America. <laughs> I said, yes, Lord, I will be a Christian. And, uh, and I remember coming back to Coach Rex in practice the next week and said I, I, I lied and I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Christian now he goes good and he just yelled at me more that was all he did he never really brought it up again <laughs> and uh, so yeah so I've been a product of sports ministry ever since so it's been a lot of fun everybody welcome back to another ov radio special i am still at reach gathering 2021 and i am here with the legendary steve connor we uh i don't even know if we can give your full bio within the amount of time that we've got to record because i mean you've been you know you're a, a legend within ncaa football you're a former nfl player you have an honorary doctorate you've been an international mini- a missionary you've been an international coach and you've written like a gazillion, I, I'm not sure, have you beat Greg as far as the total number of books written? I, I don't know how many Greg, probably not, but I've written 11 and I've got an open source that makes 12. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure you at least are tied with him if not having beat him at this point. I and you, you guys are still both writing, so I think this is going to be just a competition to the end here as far as who's going to end with the most published works. But Well, Andrew, the great thing though is that Greg is going to publish, uh, he published our last book and he's going to publish that's true so i guess that means greg's going to stay on top because his name's on all of yours now too so that that doesn't really i don't know if that counts or not but we'll go with it since i claim all the podcasts my name's on so right now though 
you're focused in on your latest book title, but it's more than just a book because it really has become the, the center of a new ministry for you, and that's Rugged Discipleship. So tell everybody a little bit about what Rugged Discipleship actually is. Um, I, I was asked to write more of my own story, and I said, yeah, great, write my own story, and uh, I'll sell 50 books to relatives and have <laughs> 2,000 books in my garage because I'm not a legendary college guy. I'm not a legendary pro. And, uh, and, but th- there was one thing I wanted to do. I wanted to write a book on discipleship because I've had the greatest discipleship experience in the world with some of the men and women that have discipled me. So I wanted to write about them and then take a principle from each of the people and then some of the mistakes and, uh, and victories I've had discipling others. So that's how the book got started. And it was at... Um, a CSRM conference, not the REACH gathering, but before, as, as REACH has evolved. The summits, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I met a guy called Oye. He was a Nigerian linebacker out of uh, Washington, and we spent some time together. And, and we were talking, and he was thinking about going into sports ministry, but he said, man, where are they now? Because they weren't connected to the church. And of course, without the church, the parachurch is never going to make it. And if we don't connect them, the sport will not be there that long in their lives. But the church will always be there for them. I was talking to him, and I, I, I asked him, I said, you know, where are they now? And he goes, I, I don't know. He said, I, I don't want to do a ministry where they just disappear. And, uh, and I kept asking him and probing, and he got a little negative about the church. You know, it's easy to be sophomoric about the church and bash on it, but it is the bride of Christ. So I, I finally said, what's the answer? He said, we need rugged Christians. I said, how do we get rugged Christians? And he said, rugged discipleship. And that was about 11 years ago, and that stuck in my head. I said, that is a great title for a book, and we need more rugged disciples. And now were you thinking, we just need to find somebody to write it? Or was this when you suddenly were like, okay, I guess I'm going to go for book number 12? I I think that was the time that I I said I was going to go for my next book, and that was it. And I I was was talking to a couple of publishers that were were on the hook, but Greg uh, Linville did a great job. And I'm so glad. He pushed me in a couple directions that I wouldn't have. And those have become my favorite part of the book now, too. And so so it was was the funnest book I have ever written. And the the collaboration was great. And I learned a ton. Awesome. So the book's been written. But this is more than just, okay, I've written another book. Because this is actually a very big piece to what you've already been doing in your career it's a big piece to what you know csrm has been preaching for you know however long we've been around since we can't ever agree on that shout out to tim adcox who's walking by who was one of the people that founded it that can't remember what year it was we actually founded it um yeah he just said i have no idea you know we this idea of discipleship and especially evangelistic disciple making is the the basis for everything we do but you're going a little bit a little bit further and saying it's not just good enough to say okay we're out making disciples but we need this idea of rugged discipleship define that a little bit what is this idea of ruggedness within discipleship angela duckworth um was on a um was on a oh gosh i forgot what it's called uh what, what are those uh it, it's technology and uh, uh 
Uh, well, anyhow, she did a, a talk. A TED oh, a TED talk. talk. Yeah, yeah, TED Talks. There we go. She did a TED Talk, and, and it was seminal. And, and in it, she recognized that some of her students, she was a scientist but also a teacher, she recognized that some of them could endure and last and be strong, but she couldn't identify it. And some of them could last out and, and work hard. And it didn't have to do with whether their parents were wealthy, whether they were pretty, whether they were strong. But they had something to them, which she called grit. And uh, I like the term rugged, but it's really the same thing. It's the enduring, long-term Christianity. I don't ever want to say about some of the kids that have come to Christ, where are they now? Right. And that that's really the... You know the lasting effect. You know, Greg talks about it in terms of you know your your spiritual descendants mm. of the this long term Christianity, this long term discipleship, the reproducing reproducers aspect. But going back even to what Oye said, the, this idea of international ministry just where are they now? Because you know we have these missionaries that go in, they do all this stuff, and they leave, and then where are they? You know, uh, PEF talks about it in Life of the Shoe a lot, but you also spent a good amount of time overseas, mm. um, specifically in the UK. What is it about missiology that you found that needed to be shifted a little bit, at least for you personally, to be able to prevent this where are they now setting aspect, whatever you want to call it, and to kind of implement more of this rugged discipleship, this grit, the you know, whatever we want, whatever name we want to put on sure. it depending on which book you're writing, um, you know, what what was it that you found that you personally had to change first? Uh, well, the first thing was the church. You know, I, I was a parachurch guy. I'd worked for FCA for a few years, and I realized that, that when their sport was over, they didn't connect, and they had a great time with their peers, but but with their peers, they're not going to be there. And, 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 and most people in high-profile sport, when they're done, are lonely. Mm -hmm. Because in their neighborhood, they're not going to find many NFL players, many pros, or many college. And so you don't have that like-mindedness, and you go to church, and then there's some sweet old ladies, and you just don't connect. And so helping the church to reach and to speak the language of sport was probably the biggest thing I had to do and learn. Because I wanted long-term. You know, I wanted that fruit that would come and last. I wanted... Um, uh, seed that was in good soil, not just growing in weeds. So what what were the first steps in terms of actually developing that kind of fruit in somebody? What was it mm. that you found was the first step to it? Because you know we talked we talked the five B's, you know, and really you already focused in on the, the belonging side of it with the fact that we need, you know, people need to be like-minded, everything. I mean, that's part of what Reach Gathering is all about, is like-minded people coming together for a while and being able to talk shop or not. And, you know, so what what was that first step for you in terms of, okay, if we're going to do this, you know, and if we're saying the church needs to learn how to do this, what is that? What's that first step actually look like? What What do we have to do to get to that point? Um, well, for me, the the evolution of uh, of being more evangelistic discipleship mix of the two has been. I mean, we started internationally in 1990. There was no books on sports ministry. There was no papers. You just grabbed things printed off. And I remember um, inviting Greg Linville to one of our camps. It was one of the first camps ever in the United Kingdom that was a sports Christian camp. And he came, we, we became friends. 
and he was a thinker and he really really pushed me in some ways and then we started gravitating together at different gatherings and uh, so so we started to write we started to think and we started to, to look at scripture and see if we could bring it uh, bring it tighter and so that was probably the first step so it was a, a very slow evolution um, from the point of no books at all to look what we have now. So we need a second table and yeah. I need a much bigger <laughs> SUV to bring them down from now on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not better. Uh, so we, uh, you know, now, now I lost it. Where, where were we going with that? Oh, oh yeah, the books. Fun. You know, this is, this is part of why, you know, we joke about the fact that everybody here has stolen something from Roger Oswald. Oh, absolutely. Is because Roger was the one making all the printouts. And then you and Greg came along and said, well, why don't we actually publish these things and make money off of Roger? <laughs> you so, Roger came over to the UK, came and stayed at our house in maybe 1991. And yeah, I remember making copies of things. And we still laugh at this little church that we went to um, on a Saturday for an outreach. And so, yeah. Yeah, so for those of you that are actually interested in actually reading all of this stuff, whether it's Rugged Discipleship, whether he's also got, um, at least here at Reach, he's got the sports outreach manuals. Um, he's written a devotional sporting guide for eternity. I've lost track of all the other ones. Um, you know, he, where, where can people go to find all of, your, all of your work? Everybody knows where to find Greg's. Where can we find yours? Well, um, let's see. I think one of them, I guess only one that you guys are selling, is the Rugged Discipleship because you guys I think it. I think Sporting Guide for Eternity is still up, and I, I'm thinking we're probably getting ready to put Sports Outreach up, but I think we were out of stock. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, well, Amazon's probably the best place there, and, and you can get every, everything you want. And um, Rugged Discipleship is audible, which is, is great. I've got this great guy from Hollywood that did the voiceover, so now when I read it, I hear his voice, not mine. <laughs> And so it's amazing. He, he is wonderful, too. His name is Bruce Barker. And he, you, you'll have heard him all over America. But the cool thing is, is it's my brother-in-law. So, oh, there you go. So we did it for You food. got a little bit of an in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Amazon, um, you can go to ruggeddiscipleship.org. I think it's .org. And then uh, ruggeddiscipleship.org. Or sportsoutreach.com. Sportsoutreach.com. Awesome. So, Steve, thanks for being here. Thanks for waiting on me with my dead alarm. No problem. Um, we are, I think this is, I think, uh, well, when we, we're recording this, this is the last interview, but we'll have one more interview coming up for all of you, all of you on Ministry Misfits. Um, those of you on CSRM, I believe Steve was the last one that we've released, so there should be four total if I actually am counting right, but there's no guarantee that that's the case. Um, so we are about to head into the Wrestling at Reach session here at Reach Gathering 2021. So we will see you all next week for the next episode. Oh, yes, and he wants to shout out White River Coffee Company there in, uh, in where is that, Missouri? Rockaway, yeah. Missouri. Rockaway Beach, Missouri. So Dean, we love you. Go get some coffee if you're out in Rockaway Beach, Missouri. We'll see you all later. Hi, this is the Ministry Misfit, Andrew Fouts. I'm also the Director of Digital Resources for CSRM and the producer of Overwhelming Victory Productions. And today we want to talk a little bit about Anchor FM. 
Part of our job here at Overwhelming Victory Radio is to provide ministries with easy and affordable ways to create their own media content, and one of these ways is Anchor FM. Anchor is a free one-stop studio with tools to allow you to create a custom podcast experience. They do everything from creation tools, distribution tools, and even marketing tools with ads such as this. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Righteousness is justice. Righteousness is peace. To be righteous is to be Christ-like. To seek righteousness is to seek God's plan for all of us. Diversity is found in righteousness. Unity is found in righteousness. Rest is found in righteousness. Righteousness is the goal. If we aim for righteousness, we have everything. Righteousness over everything. Righteousness over everything. Righteousness over everything. Righteousness over everything. everything. But how? It's not easy. It's not simple. It's not quick. But it is possible. It sounds absurd. We are absurd. This is absurd. Absurd 2021. October 7th and 8th, Canton, Ohio. Hey everybody, uh, this is Andrew Fouts. We are doing a little bit of an OV Radio special here with Faith and Fitness Magazine. We are here live at Reach Gathering 2021 in Ridgecrest, North Carolina. The Ridgecrest Conference Center. We've been here, what, three days, two days? Two. Two days, something like that. Um, and we are talking today with Brad Bloom of Faith and Fitness Magazine. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the magazine. We're going to talk a little bit about a conference you guys have coming up. And then we also want to talk a little bit about um, something that, you know, you you guys focus in a lot on, something that CSRM, Overwhelming Victory, the Misfits especially, like to focus in on as far as changing the culture of the church as far as how it approaches the mission of what sure. it's doing. So first of all, give us a little background. Faith and Fitness uh, Magazine, what, what do we got here? Is this a paper magazine online? What, what are you guys doing here? Yeah, it's a paper magazine that, you know, you pay uh, 50 bucks a year. No, I'm joking. It's all <laughs> online. It's always been online ever since 2003. Uh, actually, I had a, a board member, and I was telling him my grand vision for doing a print version of the magazine he worked at uh, ccm magazine if you're oh nice yeah. yeah 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 and uh, he he was selling advertising and he said brad whatever you do don't do print and i said oh come on let's i can just see it on you know stair steppers and treadmills mm-hmm. people read don't do it he said and i didn't 
and it turned out to be a very smart decision because, as you know, you know, magazine after he, magazine, yeah. newspaper after newspaper, they're all going to digital only. He he saw the writing on the wall way way in advance there. So you guys you guys produce this online magazine. You guys obviously are focusing on fitness and faith. Yeah. So how how do you guys go about your integration of the two? Because you know we know obviously we're here at the conference. We know there's a lot of different ways of doing it. Um, Debbie Brown, Tim Cho have been doing some different stuff here. Um, you know we we've, we've had both of them on the CSRM podcast multiple times talking about it. But what is it that you guys focus on as far as integrating all of this together? Sure, and and let me just say that we very specifically indicate the Christian faith. Uh, I actually did a conference years ago in Chicago and, uh, you know, provided the web address, everything. You'd think people, before they'd show up to a session at a secular would fitness check into what they're actually going to. <laughs> and she, uh, a woman walked up to me afterwards and she said, you could have said it was the Christian faith. You know, so, but, and, and what we tell people, you know, in the broader circles that we're in is, hey, it's not that we're opposed to other people of faith or those that don't have any faith at all, but our area of expertise, our area of focus is on the Christian faith. Right. And, and it needs that. So, so that's what we do. We help people make connections between uh, a fit, active lifestyle and the Christian faith. And uh, we essentially have two audiences, those who are Christian, uh, that are like, oh, yeah. And, you know, every time we were out in public, people are like, oh, I knew there had to be something like this. It just <laughs> makes total sense. Uh, but then we also, our, our other audience is those people that aren't Christian. Right. You know, they're looking. And it makes a lot of sense as we design the content to really keep that audience in mind because we want this to be something that's attractive to them, something that engages them, something that gives them an opportunity to go, you know, I've heard about Christianity, but this is a really fresh and engaging perspective on, on what Christianity is all about. So, Right, and that, that really kind of leads into what, you know, we were planning to talk about in a little bit more detail here of this idea of, transitioning people that are not quite sure what they think about Christianity into actually wanting to at least engage with it a little bit and, and how to do it. And especially we're talking, you know, sports rec and fitness is what we talk about here within reach and CSRM. You focus in specifically into the fitness side, but this idea of what it should the actual goal be of when we're doing all of this you know we what you were talking about there we use the term strategic relevance um you know all of our all of our ov radio people should know what strategic relevance is we talk about it all the time on all the different shows but this is another area of where you're trying to use the fitness to be what's relevant to get them to start talking but what what is it that you you are you know, what you guys are doing, everything that you guys are saying, this should be the, the ultimate goal of what we are doing within within fitness and rec and sports ministry. Sure. And, and let me just say, as, as I talk about that, that as I work with different ministries uh, all around the country, some are churches, some are uh, private entrepreneurships, businesses, etc., that every one of those organizations has a different goal. Right. And so I'm not, when, when I come to connect with them, it's not like I'm there to say, okay. And, and, and let's be honest, there's some churches, they have a sports and recreation ministry, a fitness ministry. 
exclusively for their members. Their vision of what God has given them is to do something that nurtures the people within their facility. But for others that are looking to be uh, outreach-minded and they want to really reach out to their community, there's a lot to consider on just how to really effectively do that and, and it's not difficult and that's so when we're when we're talking we'll, we'll kind of clarify the question but when we're talking about the ultimate vision we're talking about a the ultimate goal and vision of what a biblically you know the biblical idea of a church mission what god's you know command for christians in the church to do is much more we're not necessarily telling people go and change your mission and vision statement right now for your individual ministry. We're talking more broad of what should the church actually be doing when we're talking about all this stuff? What What is our, our goal in building these relationships? And I will say, you know, what we talk a lot about in the magazine and, and definitely in the conference that we'll be having the, again this year is pray. You've got to get that direction from God. You can put up all the research, you can do all the theological conversations, but at the end of the day, if you're not getting the word from God as to what your ministry should be doing, you're going to miss the mark, even right. if it is theologically spot on. Right, and that and that's kind of where we're, well, you know, we can start breaking this down a little bit. Is, you know, the, the first thing we're talking about here. We haven't even gotten into what we're saying the mission should be. You know, if if God is not, if God is not the one that's given this out, don't take our word for it. You know, you've got to make sure you've prayed through this at this fit. You know, we talk about this all the time when we talk fourfold rubric of strategic relevance, but that strategic relevance still has to fit the mission and vision of the church and the ministries or anything like that. But once you move past that, and I guess this is really the question that we're asking is. Is the goal to get people into your pews and your sanctuary, or is your your goal to be just being with people and developing that relationship? And so this is kind of where, you know, you and I were talking, you wanted to kind of dive into this a little bit, and this is what your conference is going to be diving into a lot. You guys dive into this magazine. Is what's the difference between the idea of when we talk about our disconnects within um, sports outreach, of from the streets is it do we want to get them into the gym do we want to get them into the pews where where should we actually be starting this whole process absolutely yeah and you know what we as christians have to really and it's a tough pill to bite you know to to take because uh, you know there's a lot of churches out there they've invested money in their buildings their property they pay you know all this money to maintain to have staff and so it's it's tough to not say hey we want to get them here because right. their investment is so significant but the real mentality that we have to have as christians is where we want to get them no isn't in the gym it's not in the sanctuary it's into fellowship with christ and with each other and that can look so many different ways and i think what we really encourage our audience, particularly the professionals that we work with, is at the end of the day, God wants the people to know him. It doesn't matter all the infrastructures that we've created. Right. God wants that relationship. And so 
all of our ministry needs to be directed towards not figuring out how we're going to get them into another program to use a certain piece of exercise equipment to participate in a church program, a, a Sunday service or whatever, a small group, but instead to say, how can we bring these people, help them to see that what they're looking for is relationship with Jesus Christ. And once that happens, then all of those other things will be added to that. Right. And this is where, you know, we go into our five B's, you know, the, the first B being belong before anything else and the, the desire for community, the need for community, you know, why we why we do things like the Reach Gathering, which is not a conference because that has been deemed a cuss word this year, thanks to Bob Schindler. Um, you know, the, the, but part of what he even talks about is this, this idea of gathering together to fulfill that need for community, especially over the past two years with everything going on, this need to be together. Yeah. And so, you know, what what we're saying here is this idea of we need to change the the mindset of how many people are in my league as numbers to how many people are coming and fellowshipping together, whether that's in the gym fitness-wise, whether that's in, on a basketball team, whatever that may look like, whether that is Sunday morning in our, in our pews, all those different things. But the, the first thing we've got to do is strip away the idea of looking at it from a number perspective and start looking at it more of a community mindset perspective. So for you guys within Faith and Fitness Magazine, how is it that you guys try to encourage you know, local churches, whether it's, you know, congregations that are big or small, how do you encourage these congregations to kind of change that mindset a little bit to to focus in on let's let's build a community together before we start worrying about our attendance numbers? Sure. So one of the big things that we do, we've, we've got, we provide support to churches. We And one of the, practically the first things we discuss is, Let's survey not only your team, but your community and find out what the needs are. In other words, before we start to say we're going to do this, that, and the other, here's how much money we're going to spend, who's who, here's who we're going to hire, uh, the facility, the equipment, let's ask the questions. And we were, I was just in a session yesterday, you know, and we were talking about the importance of communication. And we then brought that conversation around to that communication has a whole other side to it, and it's listening. Right. And you just can't do enough listening. But the more you do, the more you start to discover what the real true needs are and what people are wrestling with. And, and so this really becomes every bit of what the church is all about and exactly what we rarely envision mm -hmm. and that is we are there as christ's ambassadors to listen to people and to support them and and here's the deal there's article after article news report after news report on and on about how that need is only increasing in right. today's culture right the, the more people feel socially disconnected frustrated angry 
the more they're going, I need something real. And the church is the one place, the Christian community is the one group of people that can truly deliver that passionate love and people will go, wow. And I tell fitness owners, business owners that come to our conference, I say, you know, there's dozens, hundreds of gyms in your city if it's a big city. Right. These people have tried a lot of them. When they come to your church fitness facility, that should be the one where they go, wow, I tried so many others. This was the one that truly met all of my needs, not just helping me to lose weight, to look better, to feel better, to live longer, all of those physical benefits. But then they dialed into stuff that I didn't even realize I had going on or I certainly didn't want to admit to. Right. And they started giving me solutions that could really transform my life. And when you get that, you don't have to worry about business. Business will be full and overflowing, as the verse, Bible verse says, pressed down, shaken, more than you could possibly imagine. And, and that's much more of the holistic approach to fitness, which is a lot of what we talk, again, you know, that's the whole point of these conference gatherings. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the whole point of these is the idea of we want to start to promote this holistic approach to, to the individual. So we're going to care about them from their physical standpoint, you know, the fitness stuff, we're going to care about them from their mental standpoint. You know, we've got, you know, our, within our network, you know, we've got call the mentor guys. We've got the McDowell family that, you know, do focus much more on the mental and the stuff, the stuff we do within ministry misfits, trying to kind of wrap ourselves around that. And then of course, we're also dealing with the theology and the spiritual side of it and being able to actually mix all of it together to provide, you know, the, the absolute best for the people. Um, you know, we even we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago in our Tuesday talk, talking about video games as ministries. The fact that you know there's this large group of people that are just looking for a community that want to have fun together, that want to play together, and so if we are able to provide them with a place where not only are they going to be able to do that, but they're going to be able to do that in a place where it's safe. They're going to be able to do that in a place where they're not going to have to worry about language all the time. You know, it's the same thing we talked about when we talked about our basketball leagues, our volleyball leagues, our soccer leagues. And now we're saying, you know, we need to be doing this in all areas, include whether it's fitness, whether it's sports, whether it's rec. These are the places that people are going to actually come for community. Yeah, and I really want to encourage, uh, I want to provide a, a word of encouragement, maybe clarification, if you will, to the CSRM community, the, this, this gathering of fitness people, because so many times when they hear the word fitness, they think of the weight room. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. And of course, yeah, it is that. But we we really, as we're talking with the sports and recreation people, really start to suggest that can be hiking on a trail, that can be out gardening, that can be doing frisbee. There's so many different ways, and it all starts to dial into, quite honestly more of the recreational mm-hmm. side of things than what people envision fitness to be. And obviously people do that because they want to be active, they want to be healthy, they want to breathe deep the air, all of that stuff. And so what I encourage the CSRM people to think about is this concept of doing fitness ministry isn't really all that foreign. 
in fact, it's far more connected to what they're doing than they may imagine. And a lot of you are already doing it. And, you know, and, that, and that's part of what, you know, if people haven't been able to connect the dots a little bit, part of why we wanted to, you know, Dr. Lindell and I wanted to have Brad on is the fact that, you know, he just laid out a plan for changing the culture, changing the, the mindset of how we're doing all of this. Everything he laid out is the stuff we talk about all the time as far as strategic relevance, whether it's effective or not based off of the way that we're changing people, you know, the holistic side of things. You know, we went through the five B's, all of this stuff, but in a, in a different way that's presented a little bit differently and a little bit more practically with some of the academic side of things stripped away and just focus in on the individual themselves. And so, you know, this, this is part of why we wanted to also encourage you guys to check out Faith and Fitness Magazine. Um, and then you also have a conference coming up here in October, right, San yeah. Antonio? Yeah, absolutely. And, and let me just say to, uh, again to all of the churches out there, Faith and Fitness Magazine has always been totally online. Online, yes. And totally <laughs> free. Yes. So we would, and, and we try to do it with no denominational perspective. So the idea is we hope that we're producing a resource that these church leaders can look at and go, wow, this is just gravy for us to add to what we're doing. This is going to be additional nourishment and, and something that they can encourage. We, we provide graphics to churches so that they can, you know, every time we have a new issue, get it out there that, hey, there's more new content for people to, to dig into. But yes, we do have a conference coming up October 27 and 28 at the San Antonio Convention Center in downtown, beautiful downtown San Antonio, Texas. Uh, we're looking forward to being able to do that. We, we didn't have a conference last year, uh, but this is the fifth year that we've been doing this, or sixth year, I guess. Um, and we're always co-located with the Athletic Business Show, which is a major national fitness trade show. That's been a real blessing from God because they provide space for us within a convention center type of environment, which would be quite honestly impossible to do otherwise. Right, right. Uh, but it has a secondary beauty to it, and that is we, our conference is very specifically Christian fitness. But then all of our attendees get to go out into the expo hall of this larger conference that's secular. And interact. And, yeah. and interact. And it's not that they're godless people, but most of the people that find us are like, wow, didn't even know something like that existed. Right. And when they do, then they're ready to pay attention. And we've been, it's been really beautiful at our booth in the expo hall. We have opportunity to, you know, talk to people totally out in the front about faith uh we get the opportunity to pray with them as you know they they have need and it's just a really neat opportunity to um, connect with the broader public but the conference itself uh for if you're wondering whether you should go to it who should go to it we certainly encourage you know any church leader that particularly is not doing a fitness ministry to come so that you can start to discover what that really looks like. But if you're doing a sports ministry or you have a fitness ministry, you're going to find that this is going to be a good conference to go to. If you've got a person in your church that is fitness minded, maybe they're, they've got their own fitness business or you know they're a personal trainer or a nutritionist, 
encourage those people to come. Additionally, we encourage people that are life coaches, family mm -hmm. counselors, uh, chiropractors, healthcare providers, all of these people, because this is going to be so on target with their existing vocations. A big thing that we encourage uh, at the conference is for professionals to really start to think about how they can, they're going to have their small team as sports and recreation ministries do, but to then visualize all of the different ancillary team members, right? the marriage counselors at church, the, you know, the educators, all of this the outreach, that they yeah. can tap into. So, but it's a good time of fellowship, extremely good time of networking. Uh, the people that come to our conference, the biggest feedback that I get from them is that they, when they left the conference, they were able to connect ongoing with other people doing this. And that was huge on so many different levels. Right. And that's what those of you that are interested in going, you can uh, come back to this video a little bit later. Those of you that were watching live, um, those of you that are listening, it will be in the show notes once we actually uh, get this downloaded and uploaded to, to all the anchor platforms and everything like that. Um, we will make sure that these are linked mystery misfits folks. Um, once I actually remember to get on there and put up all the resources, we'll make sure that it's linked up there as well for those that are interested in going there. Um, so you'll be able to find all of that. You guys can also check out faith and fitness magazines, Facebook page. Um, you know, you'll be able to get all the information there as well. I'm sure as well as hopefully this video is working and you'll be able to rewatch this lovely interview there as well. So Brad, thank you for doing this. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. It's and been a pleasure talking with you today. Thank yeah, it, you. it's, it's been, it's been good. You liking the, the gathering so far? Always. Yeah. This is, I think my third, maybe fourth time to come to reach and it's always a good time great time to, uh, again the the networking the fellowship right. is just over the top at, at these events so it's really good right so again those of you that are find all of this interesting besides in addition to the faith and fitness conference you guys can still this is the kind of stuff we talk about here at reach pretty much every year um you know so be sure to check out register to come with us next year to next year's reach gathering which i believe is back in the spring um, I don't know if we've got the exact dates yet for that. But um, in addition to that, Ministry Misfits folks, if you guys want to join us, the next conference that I will be at is the Absurd Conference there in Canton in October. Uh, we will be back live here for OB Radio um, this afternoon, probably around 5 o'clock, 5.15, talking with CSRM board member Brad Winter about how to take your church your local church ministry and incorporate with some professional athletics as well so brad thanks for coming on andrew thank you yes those of you also that are regular ov radio listeners be be prepared to uh see an interview with don wyrick similarly about some professional sports activities within the church coming out either this evening or tomorrow depending on when i actually have time to actually you know finish it so um we will talk to the rest of you all later again we'll be back live here on overwhelming victory on csrm and on ministry misfits here around five o'clock p.m eastern so thank you all for joining us brad thanks for being here and we will see you all here in a little bit
Ministry Misfits podcast is a production of Overwhelming Victory Flicks, Overwhelming Victory Radio, and Ministry Misfits Media. Dr. Greg Linville and Andrew Fouts are our executive producers, and Brandon Simmons is associate producer. Our music is provided by Morning Light Music and is titled Rain. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at ministrymisfitmedia at gmail.com or by following at Ministry Misfit on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can support Ministry Misfits at anchor.fm forward slash Ministry Misfits or for FO1C3 credit by going to csrm.org forward slash donate and selecting Andrew Fouts in the campaign menu. To learn more about Overwhelming Victory or to listen to our sister podcast, visit overwhelmingvictory.org.